0: Hello and welcome to The Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Now, the Premier League preview usually happens on a Monday, but today, because uh, Liverpool were playing last night, we held it over until Tuesday morning. And before I go any further, my two guests, of course, are John Giles and Liam Brady, which is always a pleasure and an honour for The Stand. Just to say, as I'm sure many of you have been saying to yourselves, what a brilliant documentary Uh, about Liam Brady uh, was transmitted by RT last night 25 to 10 just after the Liverpool match it was superb and gave a lovely insight into Liam as a person and into his career as a footballer principally at Arsenal in London and with Juventus it was a marvellous piece of work and he and RT uh, in this uh, instance and Sean Casey who was the person who helped Liam make it uh, they both Deserve. They all deserve great, great credit. Now, Liam, I'll start with you because it was your birthday yesterday. Arsenal-Brentford on Saturday. Brentford got an equaliser with 15 minutes to go. Tony, Ivan Tony scored again. And Arsenal were coming off a defeat at Goodison Park against Everton, who can't beat anybody these days. But the match, I thought, was ruined because there was a VAR intervention that should have happened and it didn't. First of all, tell me about your impression of Arsenal's performance at Goodison and again against Brentford. Has, have they got a bit twitchy?
2: They have, Eamon. Yeah, a bit jittery. I was going to use the word jittery. Um, at Everton we've already spoken about it. I thought we were bullied out of it, you know. Uh, Everton were up for it. New manager Sean Dyche and so forth. Uh, against Brentford, you'd have to say Brentford played very well. It could have been one, even two up at half time. Arsenal, the two centre-backs, uh, um, Gabriel and Saliba, uh, they got knocked about by Ivan Tony. you mentioned him. Uh, our goalkeeper Ramsdale looked a bit shaky. Um, but they came on well in the second half. You have to say Arsenal. Uh, played, you have to give them an, off, an awful lot of credit the way, the way about, uh, they went the way about it in the second half. They pressed, pressed and pressed and pressed, played some really good football and got a lovely goal when Trossard scored from a sack across. And you kind of thought, well, that, that might be good enough. Brentford in the second half weren't the same threat they were in the first half. But, um, uh, set pieces, Arsenal looked jittery. We didn't get the ball clear. Uh, on the on the Brentford goal and I was at the match aim and I didn't I couldn't see whether it was offside or not. But you know, it's absolutely ridiculous that the people who've got to make the call in these decisions are getting it so wrong. You yeah, know? it was offside so, as I'm sure uh, you, uh, know you know. And, and, and general, in general you would say Brentford were v- very much worth their point. Uh, uh, and actually it was a good point for Arsenal because they could have got beaten. Uh, however, you know, um, to get it so wrong, um, it's quite ridiculous. Yeah,
0: John, I'm sure you saw the match. And the f- I'm sure you'd agree with me that when Tony scored that goal, there were, he was offside and there was another Brentford player also offside. And that's unforgivable when you have the facility to give the correct decision.
3: Yeah, it was ridiculous, mean they, yeah. they, they didn't do the w- Lions, as they say. Yeah. You know, in right, enjoyed that, lines, yeah. It's a, yeah, and and in another match as well. And yeah, the Crystal
0: Palace Brighton match it happened.
3: You know, like this is this is ridiculous. The, the, the people up there looking at that. I mean, I mean, it's, it's it's it shouldn't be a difficult job for people who are supposed to be doing it. I mean, yeah, it's just ridiculous. it was very bad two matches like that for the the people who were in charge of the technology that's only technology I mean. that they should be doing that's their job to do it Uh, and it could be very very uh, very serious for, for Arsenal particularly in the run you know when they get into the run in
0: yeah you've seen them twice now back to back weeks John we all have actually Everton away They lost, and Everton were on a very bad run at at the time. But it was Sean Dyche's first game, and the first game for the new coach sometimes produces electric performances. But Liam thought they were twitchy in both games, and it is getting to that point in the season. They have Manchester City now back-to-back games almost. They have them on Wednesday night, and then they play them, I think, in a fortnight. So... They'll probably be the decisive games. What was your take on the game against Brentford? The way they played?
3: Well, the, the last two games, I mean, they haven't played as well as they can play, and in the long run, we'll see as a twitchy or it just happens like that over a long period of time. You know, you're not going to be playing well every week. Everton, particularly, were playing, you know, in a, in a manner that they haven't played for a long time, and I think they caught Arsenal on the hop yeah. on that. So. Like it does happen, then the manager has to get a group of it at this particular stage on aiming. Yeah. You know, to say, well, this is what we have to do. We've had a couple of matches, haven't been good results. You know, every team goes through it. Yes. Uh, and it it depends now how they react to the two matches that they haven't played well in and haven't had good results.
0: Right. Um Liam, I, I must say I watched the, the Saturday game and watched it on match today That young lad and Ketia. I thought he still played well and one of the things I've sort of think I've learned about him is he isn't just a goal scorer he's a good footballer isn't he and he's he's a young guy I think he's really going to be a player
2: well he receives it well Eamon, and he's quick and he yeah. turns good on the ball and he uh, and he links up I'd rather have Jesus in the team, you know yeah, what I mean? I, I think do, yeah. he gives you something, he gives you something a bit more than Eddie Yeah. Eddie's has has done really really well to, you know, for a young kid to have the responsibility of standing in for Hazus uh, and do so well. You've got to give him enormous credit. But I'm really looking for uh, the game that us comes back because I think he can give the team a tremendous lift if if we get him back in the next couple of weeks which they're saying now it's two to three weeks he's away from playing.
0: Now Trossard, they bought him for Brighton. I think he's a very good player, a very good player at Brighton. He only took a few minutes on the pitch at the weekend to, to score Arsenal's first goal. He'd only been on the pitch a while and he looks a very good player. Does he catch your eye?
2: He does, Eamon, yeah. I think he's, uh, he's got great, uh, you know, control, ability, he he can take players on, and I think bringing him on in the last 20-25 minutes, when defenders are getting a bit tired, you know, yep. especially uh, especially when you've been defending as much as Brentford were in the second half, like, a player like Tron coming on uh, can make a hell of a difference. He did it against United, if you remember, yes. when Arsenal beat United 3-2 a couple of weeks ago, so uh, I think he's been a good buy. Yes, so happy with him.
0: Now John Arsenal play Manchester City tomorrow night. I think it's at the Emirates and then they played them in a the fortnight's time. I think two games very close together. <laughs> this will be a mentally a big big test for Arsenal and we know that despite their 3-1 uh, victory against a non uh, a Villa team that never really appeared <laughs> on Sunday they were hopeless. They're not exactly playing out of the skin city, but this is no. mass- this is massive for for Arsenal, isn't it? For their heads. Yeah, but
3: for both teams, I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's uh, it could decide it uh, too. Like two matches, you got six points at stake there. I mean, it yeah. could decide the the the, uh, the league at this particular stage of the season. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. So to be to be terrific matches for for both teams are very important matches for both teams. I mean. Because you say with City, you know Villa didn't turn up. They no. played a bit in the second half, Eamon. Yeah, uh, you know C- City didn't have to be good even to be to I was surprised that uh, at, at at Villa that uh, they didn't make a, make any great effort at all. Really, you know, C- City, as we know, scored in the first few minutes, got three at half time, uh, and it was all over. The Villa didn't turn up.
0: Now I'll ask you first, John, because I'm not sure if Liam saw the game. What did you make of? Haaland's performances you've seen the last two or three of them and I've seen the last two or three of them I mean he has scored 25 goals in the Premier League alone uh, yeah. and four hat-tricks has he made City a better team is a question that Didi Hamam has asked and his Didi's answer is no uh, for reasons mm. that make sense in, football in, in a footballing way because uh, he needs the ball I believe delivered early uh, he's making the runs it's not He's a terrific young guy. He He's all smiles. He loves when his mates score. There's nothing selfish about him. But the way they play, John, doesn't seem to my eye to suit Haaland. Yeah.
3: Well, if that's the case, I mean, it's not Haaland's fault.
0: No, it's not at all. It's, they yeah, they, you know they, they take too we're, long to get the ball there. <laughs> yeah,
3: but you'd have to say, I mean, he he's scored 10 goals more than anybody else. Oh, absolutely. Harry Kane, you, know, you, you, you have to go with what, what, what it is. You can, it, it'd be very difficult to say. I would, find, I would find it very difficult to say, no, he's not good for City. But let, know, me, let, me,
0: let me give you a, a, a statistic. City have scored two goals more this season than they had at the same point last season. Hmm. Now, what does that tell you? Even with this great young goal scorer, they've only scored two more goals. So something isn't working that worked last year.
3: I don't know. I, I, I'd have to say, Eamon, that I think City don't get the ball to him as quickly as they should. Right. If they get the ball in the middle of the field. They're playing yes. sideways. They're playing sideways and sideways. And you see, him. he's making runs. Yes. And they're not giving it. Exactly. To him. So yeah. it's, not, it's not his fault. No, I'm it's not, not what, blaming him. The manager's well. The, 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 what the argument or the discussion is, 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 is are they better off without him or, than they were last year? That's that's what we're talking about now, I believe. That's yeah. what we're talking about.
0: You know?
3: Okay. But, but he, scored, he scored more goals than anybody else. He scored more, 10 goals more than. And I think he's he's doing the job that he was brought to do. Yes, absolutely. So far, He scored the goals. That's what he was brought to do. He right. has done that. Right. Right? Yeah, and I told you he do with better that. with the. What, what it should. Guardiola should be concentrating on is the players in the midfield who are doing what they're doing, which is not right and delivering the ball early to them. Right. They're playing it around, they're giving it back, they're giving it That's what they're doing, Eamon. And that's what they shouldn't be doing. They should be looking, all, any of the players in midfield, there's none of them doing that. Exactly. They're all playing it sideways, plays now Guardiola yeah. must, be, must be telling them to do that, or he's not telling them not to do it. Right, that's 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 the argument. I
0: don't think I don't think he he is the argument. No, let me just put it, uh, Liam. De Bruyne has made fifteen of those twenty five goals. Believe it or not, and De Bruyne has been left out of the city's team. He played on Sunday, but he didn't play the week before against I think Spurs it was or whoever it was. What do you? Yeah, it was
2: against Spurs. He didn't play him again afterwards. Yeah, he brought him on in the last ten, fifteen. Minutes yeah, what both. do you make of the but, whole argument, Liam? Uh, he's just too good to leave out, Amy. I'm you not know, suggesting just, he'd be left he, out. You know, okay, okay, we, we we we've had discussions about De Bruyne before, and we do think he's probably not uh, as 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 effective or as good as as some people have made him out to be here, especially this season. Yeah. you know, I think. I think if Guardiola's been leaving him out because he doesn't feel he, he's motivated enough this right. season. Yeah, uh, I think he's kind of pointed the finger. You remember Guardiola came out a few weeks ago and said, the appetite's not there, the yeah. hunger's not there. We're happy um, flowers. And said, yeah, and, <laughs> and, and yes, and and who who got left out? De Bruyne. Right. I think he was pointing the finger at De Bruyne. But if he's not in the team, Eamon, you lose a hell of a lot. Like against yes. Spurs... Yeah, uh, they really weren't a threat and someone no. like someone like Haaland as you said, De Bruyne has made 15 of those goals is that is that, is that the stat? Yes. Or he's made 15 goals this season?
0: No, he's made 15 goals of Haaland's 25.
2: Well there you go you know so those two got to play together, right? Uh, but to go back to the argument about Haaland, he's, he made the second goal, and he did really well for the second goal. Yes, you know, yeah, yeah, uh, no, good, he's, I think he's a good, good, good one. So he, uh, I agree with totally with John. He's he is effective and he has improved Man City. But if he's going to, if they're going to get the best out of him, they've got to get the ball uh, from wide areas in quickly when he's making those runs. Or as John said, maybe not overdo it in midfield with sideways pass and get him the ball as quickly as possible. Right. Um, I, I'm going to be at the Emirates on Wednesday. I'm looking forward to watching him closely, and we'll talk about him again next week. I've not seen, seen him play live, Eamon.
0: No, that's, that, that's, that's great.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European Linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high quality essentials. You'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping at 365 day returns. Life is full of what ifs, some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry?
0: Uh, We were talking during the match, I watched it, you watched it, and it was a good point for David Moyes and West Ham, which I don't think anyone in football would begrudge David Moyes a good result. He's such a a good lad. The match was at West Ham, of course, uh, but Chelsea took the lead, uh, Joe Felix, who's there on loan from Atletico, he scored after 15, 16 minutes, and then West Ham got their equaliser, and that was the end of it. Chelsea have spent a lot of money, but you saw one player in particular that uh, you thought oh. was a proper midfield player.
3: Yeah, that was Fernandes, yes, it? Yes,
0: yes, yes. Yeah.
3: Uh, yeah, I think I think Chelsea, first of all, played very well in the first half, Eamon. And to be fair to West Ham, West Ham really, really picked it up in the second half and deserved a draw yes. in it. But I think the Chelsea team was settling down, Eamon. I think he's, I mean, he's got so many players, I don't think he, he knows, and I certainly wouldn't know the best 11 at the moment. No.
0: You know? He's got 28 the, first team, player, 28 yeah, yeah. First
3: yeah. team players. 28 first team Yeah, you won't. I don't think you're going to get that. Of the, but there were signs that they were looking like a team, yeah. especially in the first half. Um, yes. And they've won or two other players to come in. I think he's got a, it, it, And it's a big job for Potter because he's he's got to find out. He's, and he has to give them first-team football to yeah. really find out. So I think you'll see a good few different teams yes. with Chelsea for him to find out exactly what his best team teams are. But there was a couple of, couple of players in it, definitely that player I mentioned, I thought was very good. Fernandez. Yeah, he, he
0: played in the Argentina World Cup team.
3: Yeah. Yeah, he's very good. I mean, he's... he's, 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 he's Best I've seen at control, control in the midfield at this particular stage. Now I've got to see right. more of them but that's only that's what he looked like to me. So I think they've got some talented players. John, that, John what,
2: yes, what, what, what yeah. you, there was an article by Graham Sooners in this, the Sunday Times of the weekend. Declan Rice, what do you reckon? Yes, Tell I, I read the article, saying. Liam. Yeah. yeah, I read the article and I thought Graham was spot on. Okay. He was saying, Sorry? What's all the fuss about? He's not. He's not. Yeah. He's not a great midfield player. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It, it depends how you put it out,
3: Liam. Uh, uh,
0: mean, you know it. Uh, let I, let I, me, ju- John. Let me just explain. Uh, I read the article too. What Graham said effectively was: f- to be a great midfield player, you have to do three things. You've got to uh, be able to stop the attacks. You've got to create goals, and you've got to score goals. And he, Graham said, he doesn't do two of the three things you need to do to be called a great midfield player. That's yeah. uh, what Graham said, isn't it? In the nutshell, yeah. yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Well, I, 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 agree with what Graham said. You know, I think Rice is is a very, very valuable player. Yes, I don't think he's a great mid, great midfield player. He's very good at what he does because he covers the ground well. He breaks up attacks. Well, he doesn't dictate the game, Eamon. He doesn't score goals. Right. No, and I think Graham was
2: absolutely right when he says says that.
0: Liam, what do you um, think?
2: Well, I think you said three things there, Eamon. Yes. You know? hmm. John John was was ticked all the boxes in those three. That's John Giles, right? Yes. He ticked all the boxes in those three. Yeah. I maybe ticked two of them. Yeah. I couldn't. The really attacking I couldn't really defend. I couldn't <laughs> tackle a dinner, Eamon, right? So, uh, you probably ticked one of them, okay? Yeah. We were three <laughs> midfield players. Yeah. You, you were creative. You could yeah. pass the ball or so forth. Yeah. Uh, Rice, I think, as John said, described, he does maybe one and a half of them. And he's, and they're talking about him worth £120 million, you know? Yes. So, it's, I, th- I thought it was a great article, and, and I thought it showed – and. I think has also said that he was playing on pitches that they play on today, oh and I think we all agree in that. We all would have no. scored more goals. Yeah,
0: I mean, looking at the, I'm sure you'll get Liam's documentary, John, but it did remind us of the pitches that Liam was playing on for Arsenal in particular, but also for Juventus. But for when when he's playing for Arsenal and the things they were able to do. I mean, it, young people today wouldn't have a clue how bad it really was and what great football was played on the on those pitches. Uh, but uh-huh. you'll see the documentary, um, and and you'll you'll make your own judgment. And I'd like to move on, uh, Liam. Uh, and ask sorry, sorry,
3: and before you go on, with yeah? I, I I totally agreed with agreed with Graham, and I, to be honest, I thought he was very very brave. Yes. What to make it? the article, I'm very yeah. honest. To make the article, because uh, yeah. a lot of people, a lot of people wouldn't do that. And don't forget, we must remember, too, it's coming from Graeme Zuness, who, in my opinion, had at least two, maybe two and a half. Yes. On on what he's talking about himself.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah, no, he and he, he he's not afraid to voice his opinion, Graham. And it's a very yeah. it's very important uh, to have that. And it's great players who really you want to hear from. Not people who played for Millwall. Um, I just want to, uh, Liam.
2: Uh, I'll right. be thrilled to Richard Sadlier now. Right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, last night's match, Liverpool. I wrote a piece of star yesterday saying they were gone and they went. They weren't coming back. John, John, what did you think? Um, I mean, Liverpool scored. Two great breakaway goals, and I was hugely impressed with Nunes last night, John. Hugely. Yeah. But what did more importantly, what did you think of the performance of both teams? Everton fighting for their life, and Liverpool trying to get a bit of respectability back.
3: Well, I thought Liverpool were good, Eamon. Well, well deserved it. Yeah. And from Everton's point of view, I think he's got a big job um, yes. to do. Yeah. There. Yeah. Uh, I thought they were. I thought they, I thought they were good. Um, you know Salah, Salah got the goal he got a bit bit of a break because as, as you were watching it uh, Everton hit the, the upright from a corner did kick it, yeah.
0: <laughs> nearly and, went and in and he went
3: straight down from that and scored yeah uh, but uh, I think Everton uh, Dyche has a big job to do there David. and from Liverpool's point of view they did there was a derby match it's always tight yes. I thought, they, I thought they, they did really really well last night they were they were back almost, I think, to their best in what could have been a very, very awkward game for them, you know, the, the Liverpool yeah. derby. But they did it well. They well-deserved to win, and I think Dice has a big, big job to do there.
0: Yeah, you saw a couple of Liverpool's d- new signings, uh, Gakpo, who they signed yeah. from PSV in, in Holland, and Bacicic, which is a young, slim lad playing in midfield. You liked him a lot. Yeah, he,
3: he looks like he's very young lad, Damon, I yeah. believe is he? Yeah, he looks yeah, about he,
0: 17. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He
3: looks, like, he looks like a kid alright. He, like he's a bit to go yet. I mean, he, he showed a, a great uh, it looks like he's going to have a good future. I don't I don't think he's ready for what Liverpool need at the moment. moment.
0: Yes. Yeah. Damon, you okay. know,
3: but I thought Liverpool were good, you know. This was a big match for them. They haven't been playing well. They showed their spirit. I thought they were back to the best in 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 spirits that sense to do what needs to be done in what could have been a very, very difficult game for them. I thought it won well.
0: Now, John, Manchester United leads. Leeds badly need points. So do United. United are third in the table. I have it in front of me. And it's beginning to look like Ten Hag is a good coach who knows what he's doing. He hasn't got the money to spend and won't get it from the Glazers because they're looking to get rid of the club. Still, what did you make of the match? Because uh, you had skin in that game.
3: Well, the I thought I thought Leeds for a long period of the game, in mean, a long period of the game, were the better team. Right. They couldn't put it away, and like I think when they put up under pressure, Leeds at the moment, well not at the moment for a while now, uh, at the back, they're not good at the back gaming. I mean. Yeah. You know, United took the goals well, but for, uh, but. Mostly Leeds were attacking mostly yes. in, in the say for seventy minutes. And again they don't have a great finisher either. No, uh, you know, but know, the, the 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 energy was there. They were out playing Manchester United in in certain certain periods of the game in a big way, but didn't have to finish and ultimately when United got on top in it to, to to attack, uh they scored relatively easy in my opinion from And, and it was sort of a typical Leeds performance, Damien. Yeah. They were go, go, go. We're on top for good periods of the game, but weren't able to finish. And Manchester United were able to finish when they got the chances near the end of the game.
0: Okay. And finally, Liam, Marcus Rashford has been around now for a few years. He's a young guy. I like him uh, for some of the things he's done off the pitch. He seems a good, type of lad and he's scoring goals for fun now. He's scoring a lot of goals. Um and Manchester United he scored again this weekend. I think it's ten on the bounce he scored. What do you make of him?
2: Yeah it's good to see him back playing really well again. I mean yeah he is a good lad, you're right. He works hard. He kind of lost his confidence I think under a couple of managers at yes. Manchester United. Uh but this uh this manager now that I got Ten Hag, it seems to he, he he seems to be kind of Feeling that he has a responsibility to the team, uh, and uh, I, I saw an interview by Harry Maguire after the game was saying like he's now chipping in with headers, you know, which yes. he didn't really yes. score in the past. So he's getting in the right areas and the right positions. But I would agree with John. I saw I saw the game. Leeds were a bit unlucky. De Gea, the had a really good game. He stopped yes. Leeds two or three times, and had Leeds got the. First goal, they might have gone on to win it. I wasn't that impressed with Manchester United. I thought the win flattered them a bit, uh, but Rashford is on form. Uh, there's no doubt about that. And look, United are not out of this league yet, Eamon. You know, there's no, an no, awful, awful long way to go. There's yes. so many points to go. I think I, I thought it might have been between two, but United have given themselves a chance now with the way they've strung a, a, a lot of results together.
0: Okay, well, I hope. Uh, Arsenal do the business for you tomorrow it'll be a fascinating match Manchester City and Arsenal Uh, I think it's at the Emirates tomorrow and then it's, it's the second game is at the Etihad very grateful to John and Liam for joining us on the stand today and again congratulations to Liam on a superb documentary that you must see if you haven't seen it already thanks to John, thanks to Liam thanks to all of you for listening that's all we have time for now we'll talk to you soon